Next is another discussion with uh, Nicola Lemaita, our divorce law expert on interim maintenance. And uh, in this case, I again want to refer to a certain article as a background to the discussion. Uh, in the legal brief, there was the heading, Judge Rule's wife can stay on pending divorce. Another juicy divorce story in the Western Cape High Court. Um, Nicola, what, what uh, according to this article happened there? Yo, um, well, this report on a judgment um, which prevented a husband from selling their Victoria Bay house or evicting his estranged wife of 11 years from the property. Um, so this article basically says that um, the judge found that the wife was entitled to stay in their Victoria Bay house until the couple's divorce was settled. Um, so this was then an interim order that was made while the divorce action is still pending. Um, so it seems that this wife, she moved from the couple's Northern Cape farm and filed for divorce. Her husband then tried to rent out this property and he, he threatened to fetch homeless people and move them into the house. He entertained other women in the um, their matrimonial bedroom um, and he also told his wife to move out of this property in quite explicit terms. Um, so in court, this husband argued that his wife had no right to, to live in this um, property because it was, according to him, a holiday house, um, not a matrimonial home. Um, but the court completely dismissed that argument, um, saying that many couples, many married couples have holiday homes, whether it's by the coast or in the country, and they occupy these properties together because of the marriage relationship between the two of them. So the court found that she's entitled to stay there pending the divorce, um, and that will then finally be determined by the trial court when the, the divorce comes around. Okay, so this was all relevant to the interim maintenance issue related to divorces. Uh, and obviously, if uh, the divorce proceedings take a couple of months to finalize, interim maintenance for the dependent uh, spouse is uh, always an issue. So, so can you maybe, for the listeners' sake, sort of in general, give us an idea of the basic principles applicable to the payment of interim maintenance, in other words, maintenance pending the finalization of the divorce. Obviously, after the divorce has been finalized, there's often also maintenance orders that are relevant. One spouse has to pay maintenance to the other spouse. But in the yeah. meantime, um, what are the principles? What maintenance can a spouse claim? Yeah, so as you say, this interim application um, can be brought to court while the divorce is pending, and this is done in terms of Rule 58 in the Magistrates in the Magistrates Court or Rule 43 in the High Court. Um, as you say, it is also possible for the parties to reach an agreement on what maintenance should be paid um, and it can also continue after the divorce, but this rule creates um, the possibility for, for a party to approach the court for intervention while the divorce is um, only starting up. Um, so this rule primarily envisaged um, to provide temporary assistance for, for women who had given up careers for the sake of marriage with or without children um, until the trial then comes around where the claims can be properly determined. Um, so I must mention this rule is not created to give an, an interim meal ticket to a party who clearly will not be able to establish a right to maintenance at trial. Um, so with that, we mean that it shouldn't entitle your spouse to, to something that he or she would not be able to prove and obtain as part of the final divorce proceedings. Okay. Um, and also, although it's more usual for a court to order periodic payments of money, 
it may also order that other assets be made available for use by an applicant, like we also see in this matter where she had, um, or she was given access to the property to stay in pending the divorce. Um, also important to note is that it's against public policy for a spouse to claim interim maintenance when living with another party. Um, and then when the court is um, approached with an application of this sort, um, it will consider the standard of living of the parties during the marriage, um, the applicant's actual and reasonable expenses, and then also the income of the respondent to kind of determine what will be fair in the circumstances, what can the respondent afford to pay, um, and what is the applicant um, entitled to, or what does she or he need during this interim period. And then as we say, it's an interim order, and that will then be finally determined by the, the trial court in the divorce proceedings. Okay, so as a general rule, if that spouse that claims the interim maintenance is living with another partner, uh, he or she cannot claim interim maintenance from the uh, partner or from the spouse that, she, that he or she is busy uh, divorcing from. Is, is that correct? Yes, I think uh, even just in saying it, you can feel that it kind of, it feels wrong um, to claim maintenance from your, your spouse that you are in the process of divorcing and you are already living with another partner who's kind of taking on other obligations and then um, you are to still claim maintenance. It just, it doesn't sit right and as we say, it's against public policy. So as a general rule, um, you will not be um, entitled to claim maintenance in such a case. Yes, yes. Okay. And and the other important point maybe is that you can go to the magistrate court huh, to, to save some costs. You don't necessarily have to bring the Rule 43 application to the High Court. So uh, that, that, I guess, helps a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's done in the in the regional courts, which can also, um, you know, the entire divorce matter, wherever you have started the divorce proceedings, whether it's in, in the high court or the um, regional court, it has to be the same court um, confronted with the interim application. Okay. Maybe just finally one, one more question. What advice would you give uh, clients or, or listeners who are considering a claim for interim uh, maintenance? Are there sort of some final general guidelines that you could uh, give such a person? Yeah, well, um, it seems quite obvious, but a court, we have to remember, will be more inclined to grant an application made on reasonable grants or grounds rather than one um, that is um, contained or contains extravagant um, demands where you are asking for really something that should never come into play. It is um, meant to be an order to... to keep you on your feet while everything is going on with the divorce and until that final court can make the determination. Yes. Um, then on the other hand, if you are the respondent, um, it's important to, to show a willingness to maintain your family um, and that um, will be met with much greater sympathy by the court than somebody else who's trying to avoid his or her obligations. So reason reasonableness really is key from both sides of this. Um, so I would also say if you are the party against you, a claim for interim maintenance might be made. Um, my advice would be to keep on paying and contributing as you usually do. So this will then prevent the other party from um, proving a need for maintenance or more maintenance. Um, as I also said, then this will keep your side clean um, and show that you are not running away from your obligations. Um, on the other side, then, if you are the party considering an interim maintenance application, 
my advice would be um, to bring the application as soon as possible. Um, you don't want to grant the other party the opportunity or to put them in a position where they can possibly say that um, maintenance isn't necessary because you've been surviving on your own without this contribution for X amount of time. All right. I think that's uh, all we have time for. Thank you, uh, Nicola. Some valuable tips there on in interim uh, maintenance that can be claimed as part of the divorce proceedings.